Oh, you didn't know? Welcome to Wrestling for Dummies! See that, Loof? See that? I just said, oh, you didn't know? That's like Road Dog's catchphrase, but it kind of fits with this show because you actually don't know. Mm -mm. You don't know wrestling. This is no. why the show is called Wrestling for Dummies, because I'm your host, Tim, and with me is the man who doesn't watch wrestling, Mushroom. What's up, brother? No much. No much. What's going on? <laughs> I don't know. Fill me in. <laughs> I, I will fill you in. I will fill you in. This is a... And I have to explain myself right now, because I know a certain someone that lives in Waterdown, Ontario, Canada, is going to get all butt hurt because we're recording another wrestling show without her. But here's the thing. It is as of this time right now. It is 9.29 p.m. on the 4th of October. And I found out... Well, I didn't find out, but I realized at about 10 a.m., this morning on the 4th of October that Extreme Rules was happening this weekend and I'm like oh shit we need to do a podcast to get our predictions in before it <laughs> happens too late which is why I didn't message a certain person from Watertown on Watertown Ontario Canada to join us because once again I forgot that's right I'm a fuckhead <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> so yes we are we're sure. talking I know I know we are talking all about WWE right now. Extreme Rules is coming out this... For us, it's actually playing on Sunday, which is great. Um, I can watch Interesting. it. Technically, I can watch it live. I probably won't because I've got things to do on Sunday. But um, yeah, I can watch it on the day instead of waiting. Um, but yeah, I am actually pretty keen yeah, nice. for this pay-per-view. I am. You, on the other hand, Mr. Mushroom... Guess what? Yes. Probably have yes. no excitement whatsoever. <laughs> no. <sighs> Mushroom. Do you, okay, do you know anything about this pay-per-view? Like, any of the matches? Any, any like, the stories going in or... No? Roman Reigns beats somebody. Okay, Roman Reigns isn't going to be on this pay-per-view. Uh, Roman what? Reigns... Yeah, Roman Reigns at the moment is basically... No. Like, <laughs> shut up. <laughs> Roman Reigns is basically on a part-time schedule right now. Okay. That's so, a good place for a double fucking champion to be. Right. I know. But um, WWE is... Okay, so you, I know that you know that Vince is gone. Triple H is running the show right now. But yeah. WWE has... It's slowly by slowly, but surely they've got to they've got to do it right. They are starting to really pull the pieces in together. Now, it's not going to happen overnight. It's not going to happen. It won't happen for maybe another year where everything's absolutely perfect. But slowly but surely, everything is slowly coming together now. And WWE is the wrestling company to watch at the moment. And I'm sorry to a certain person from Waterdown, Ontario, Canada, who thinks AEW is all that in a bag of chips, but it ain't. And um, because I know this because I watch it with my two eyes. I watch it straight in front with nothing covering my eyes, you know? That's how I watch yes. AEW. Just saying. Um, so, yes, we will be recording. I mean, sorry. We will be reviewing. Yes. We'll be reviewing Extreme Rules after it's done, but on this episode, we will be giving our predictions. We'll be talking about the match as a whole, and uh, if you have any questions, Luf, you can ask away. And uh, even if you want to talk about AEW, that's fine. It's up to you. I don't really. We don't have to talk about AEW because why would we? Um, AEW straight hot trash. <laughs> I can't. No, I just haven't been watching it, that's all. <laughs> um, it is, it I is. I know what's going on. Do they it, even have any AEW people left in it anymore? Isn't it just uh, other WWE um, at this point? No, like MJF is still fucking killing it. But yeah, oh, yeah that's cool. AEW has major, major problems. And even a certain person from Waterdown, Ontario, Canada won't admit it because she thinks AEW is just perfect. It's not. And uh, if you go by the ticket sales... They're not good at all. They're struggling to sell out 2,000 tickets to a 14,000-seat arena. That's how bad it's getting. 
Man, a little flash in the pan kind of action going on. It's, yeah, man. I mean, AEW is, they're, okay, when they're good, they're fucking great. But right now, for some reason, I don't know what's happening behind the scenes. I don't know what's happening with the whole writing process, but they're just struggling. Just in all di- In all different areas, they're just struggling. And yeah. they, they're just not using the talent that they should be using. They're not. And... I know it's going to piss certain people off, but you got to really look deep and ask yourself, is Tim right? Are AEW not using the people that they have? Think about it. FTR, where have they been? I'm sorry. FTR were oh, in a uh, match. FTR not getting fucking airtime? No, man. FTR, Dax Hardwood from FTR did a match with Aussie Open, I think in New Japan or somewhere else, and he grabbed the mic and said, hey, Tony Khan, you're our boss. Give us TV time. He said this with a live yeah. microphone. Bullshit. Yep. Miro. Where's Miro? And I mean, he could be injured, but we haven't seen him for fucking months. House of Black. What's happening with House of Black? We know Malachi Black's off at the moment, and now Buddy Matthews is back. Why is that? Because they're not given the respect they deserve. Andrade has done... Like, what is he doing now? He's in an unmasking match with one of the Dark Order guys. Like, really? This is what you're giving your top guys? There is a lot of problems. Wardlow. Wardlow is your TNT champion. And he's defended that belt four times since coming off the MJF feud. And those four people were Orange Cassidy, uh, Ryan Nemeth, who's Dolph Ziggler's brother, okay. um, Jay Lethal, and another person that I cannot remember who was a nobody. But, like, no feuds, nothing. He's basically restricted to Rampage now. That's Wardlow. He was given the fucking Goldberg treatment not long ago, and now he's doing yeah. nothing. So I'm sorry to people out there who think I don't watch AEW. I do. I watch it more than most people, and I know that this program is not as good as it could be. I know a certain Scott Crawford is in all agreement with me right now, since <laughs> he, much like myself, is champion. So... <laughs> <laughs> I am just making someone clench their fist right now and I fucking water down Ontario, Canada. Uh, (laughs) I hope I'm, I hope I'm getting her actually, her actual area correct. I don't know. Yeah. I have no idea. I know the word Hamilton's in there somewhere. I can't remember why. I don't know. I just remember water down. I know watership down is that one with the bunny. (laughs) Is that where she lives? Where the bunny's out? I thought you said water shit. <laughs> oh no no water shit down. Oh, was it water yeah. shit down? What all right, all right, all right. Let's let's get into WWE right now. Extreme rules. We got to we got to focus on that. And um, yeah, you know water shit down. That's yeah. fucked up movie, man. <laughs> you know what? Extreme rules, dude. Um, I haven't been excited for an extreme rule match in fucking years, years. And I think this is the first time in a lot of years where I'm actually keen for this pay-per-view. Do you know why? Do you know why? Do you know what would make an Extreme Rules pay-per-view watchable? Blood. Okay, no, that's not happening. Stop thinking about blood, okay? I want blood. Well, AEW is there screaming, we got it! But, uh... Yeah. You don't need... Sitting over here, going full fucking Bond Sky. I'm sorry, you don't need blood. You really don't. I want it. Okay, Triple H came out recently, and the question was asked: Is WWE Stephanie? Is WWE going to bring back blood? And Triple H basically just confirmed and said, "No, there's really no need for it." Back in the day, yes, they used to do it a lot, but right now there is no need for it. And why would we put our talent in more danger than they already are? And and you know, I kind of somewhat agree with him. I mean, I I don't want to see blood like AEW shows blood. If they do feature blood, make it be a moment, you know? Much like Hell in a Cell match. Don't give it a fucking, its own pay-per-view, like AEW gives blading itself its own pay-per-view, basically. Make it memorable, you know? Make these moments, okay? When someone bleeds, it should be like a holy shit moment. This is, this is, get like, make it for the 
biggest rivalries, you know? Not so, just the next CM Punk pay-per-view match. Yeah, yeah. Or not like, the, oh, it's another John Moxley match. Better get out the fucking plastic sleeves. Um, mm. So, yeah, stop wishing blood in WWE. Fine. It, it ain't going to happen. But what makes extreme- I want unrestricted chair shots. Okay, Jesus Christ. <laughs> There's a certain person, initials CB, yeah. Just to, to break it down, his last name was Benoit, which is the mm-hmm. reason that won't happen. Um, and you know what? I, I was watching AEW. What, he, like, vi- give his kids a chair shot? <laughs> well, I mean. <laughs> sort of. Kind of. <laughs> Some sort of uh, shot. <laughs> <laughs> Fucking hell. I was watching yeah. AEW the other day, and um, there was a women's match happening. It was um, Tony Storm versus Serena Deeb. Right, and there was a few moments in the match where they gave each other pile drivers, and okay, I uh, WWE is basically banned pile drivers, and watching AEW do it, I am glad that WWE has banned that move because it fucking makes me quench every time they do it. Because it, was, it just, I'm not saying the the move they did was bad. It's just the move itself is just too scary to watch. Because one yeah. little slip and bang, we have Stone Cold Steve Austin all over again. And I yeah. don't want that. I don't want that. It's the same with chair shots in the head. Like, I'm, I'm kind of done with those days. I'm like... Fair enough. You know what? That's fine. We don't really I was, need it. I was, I was joking. Yeah, I, know, I don't yeah. need the performers <laughs> to get, like, actually fucking injured. Yeah, yeah. I don't know. And nowadays, it's just like... Like, back in the day, like, I was like, yes, chair shots. Fucking give it to me. But... That said, I do love a death match. <laughs> That's why you're a Moxley fan. Um, Dude's right. thing. <laughs> oh, yeah, man. Yeah. Back to Extreme Rules. The reason why I'm excited about this pay per view in particular this year is because every one of the matches has some form of stipulation behind it. We are actually getting extreme matches for an Extreme Rules pay per view. Oh. How hard was okay. that? You know? Because the, the other Extreme Rules one, it was like, a match, right? What, sorry, what? It was like, it wasn't heaps of Extreme Rules matches. No, the there'd be like one out of a card of 12 matches, whatever. Can they just stop calling the pay-per-views after types of matches? Yes, that's what, I mean, yeah, that's what I was alluding to before with the whole Hell in a Cell pay-per-view. Like, when shit was just like Armageddon yeah. and shit. Yeah. You could have whatever fucking type of match you want, and then you wouldn't be setting everybody up to be, like, in a fucking cell every fucking match. That's right. Yep. I know. I, I agree. I agree 100%. I think they should bring back um, Armageddon and No Mercy and all these cool Backlash names. and shit. Yeah, yeah. Like, bring back fucking some WC- WCW names, like Mayhem. Or, um, I mean, they literally own them all. Yeah, yeah. I mean, I've always wanted... Halloween Havoc, and I know... I was I was going to say, it's literally fucking October, you could have had Halloween Havoc. Uh-huh, yep. I know NXT are using Halloween Havoc, but um, I think that that name and that stage was so much better on the main roster, you know? But that's just me. It could have been. Um, all right, know, and so- they could all come out in, like, fucking, you know, themed costumes and shit. It'd be fun. You know what? You are a man of many talents. I will say that because you just segued so perfectly right now. Hey, no worries about it. You you mentioned the fiend, so I'm guessing you know all about the white rabbit. Do you know? No. Any- okay, you don't I know don't. about the white rabbit. No. Okay, let me explain what the white rabbit is. I'll, I'll break it down in the worst. Isn't that like Jefferson Starship song. Well, okay, funny you mentioned that. Um, all right, I'll, I'm going to break this down in the worst way possible because I don't have all the clues, but I'm just going to basically give you an outline of what's been happening in WWE for the past four, maybe longer weeks. So WWE has been giving us clues. They've been giving us QR codes, and these codes... i raging clue right now. <laughs> <laughs> These codes have been hinting at Bray Wyatt. Now, one of the first clues we got, you scanned the QR code, right? And what what happened was it was like a little screen and it revealed a, a little white rabbit was playing Hangman. You know, the gang 
the game mm-hmm. Hangman. Yep. Mm-hmm. And the rabbit would jump. Like, the question was, who killed the world? Right? And this mm-hmm. little rabbit would jump onto the letters and it would form, like, the, the Hangman and, and give us the answer, right? So this little rabbit was jumping on all the letters and, and then the right letter would form onto the answer, right? Here's the first thing. The first five letters that the white rabbit jumped on were D E M O N. Demon. 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 So. Matt Demon. <laughs> so uh, the question was who killed the world? And it spelt out you did. Now, the cool thing. About uh, the cool thing about this is the font. I love Bray Wyatt. <laughs> the font used in this little video was the exact same font that the Fiend used, right? Ooh. So over the next few weeks, a lot of QR codes have been shown, and one of the QR codes was like a, a, it said nine twenty three, which a lot of people thought that might be the time. It was actually revealed to be the date, the ninth. September. Sorry, the twenty third of September. Twenty third of September, right? Which was the SmackDown, the following, uh, the following Americans Friday. Are like middle one, first one, last one. Yes, they're different to us. Um, and then, so it made people go to SmackDown and see, oh, what's the next code, right? And then mm-hmm. the next code would show up with something different. And a lot of these codes would reveal a lot of hints that point to a white rabbit and hints of Bray Wyatt, including. One of them was a record shop called White Rabbit. So it gave up, like, um, coordinates, right? Okay. And if you so put in the coordinates... it's made, like, a giant AR game. Kind of, yeah, yeah. So it would give the coordinates. If you put the coordinates in, it's like Google, it showed up with a record store called White Rabbit, right? And then people went... People full broke this down, right? They went to... They went to internet, this record. No, it's internet. <laughs> they went to the record shops like YouTube account, and the first song that was like the, there was a video up from Jefferson Aeroplane Aer- playing, playing White Rabbit. Right now, weeks before that, I forgot to mention weeks before that at a live show, the there was video footage of there was a match, and the whole arena went black. And Jefferson Aeroplane, Jefferson Aeroplane, White Rabbit song started playing, right? So that's another hint. Now, a lot of people more broke this down. Um, other coordinates pointed out a town called Wyndham, which is Bray Wyatt's real first name. name. Yeah. So more QR codes post cryptic messages that lead to White's past in the White family. There's been this whole speculation about what the what the White Rabbit is, who it is. A lot of people said it's Carrion Cross because that was his character name in Lucha Underground. A lot of people have been saying it's this person, it's that person, it might be Malachi Black, which came out false because he said it's not. But the latest one which came out today on Raw, which happened today as of this recording, the 4th of... October was a cryptic message in Yaucha language, meaning the, oh. p- the predator. The predator language. Predator, like you know, you got the the predator. Uh, uh, yeah, it comes alphabet. Up the shit. Yeah, 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 yeah. It came up in that, and people actually broke it down into what it said, and apparently it read, "Before me, things created were none, save things eternal and eternal I endure." The full quote ends with, "All hope abandoned." Ye who enters here. Now, that quote comes from Dante's Inferno, which lines up with everything we've seen from the Bray Wyatt characters to date. The connection to Wyatt goes even deeper when you consider the rest of the quote. Dante goes on to say, Abaddon, all hope, ye who enter here. Now, you've probably heard that in a million places before, but this actually appeared in Bray Wyatt's work earlier in his run. There was a sign on the Firefly Flunhouse segments all the time and there was a sign that said abandon all hope ye who exit here so it's cool basically the same so it's pretty much spot on to this is bray he is coming back is it going to be a new is it going to be the fiend is it going to be the wyatt bray that we know or is it going to be a completely different character we don't know is bray going to come alone or is like there is a full breakdown of people going detective on this shit and like 
giving us clues for it's fucking nuts, man. It's so cool. Um, I don't know how into Bray Wyatt you were. I missed him completely. Okay, so so when he was the fiend, he had kind of like this alter ego where he was like a kind of child entertainer. Yeah, that's guy. Where he did the stuff with Bliss, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. But uh, he he had like these puppets, right? Um, there was like Husky the pig and there was a vulture character. There was other characters and there's a lot of people which on paper sounds really cool. A lot of people are saying, how cool would it be if Bray Wyatt's leading this new faction and all these people are actually like real people of his puppet characters? Oh, that'd be cool. I mean, it, it'd suck for the people, but that'd be cool. <laughs> I no, because I think it would be. I think it would work. There was like, I think Mercy the Buzzard was one. Okay. So you could have like their still names, but nickname Mercy or something like that. You know, yeah. I, I, okay, okay. The thing that really um, interests me with this, and, and Bray Wyatt's like one of my favorites. Um, he always has been ever since he showed up. I'm super keen for him what returning. Do you, what do you do with a Bray Wyatt? It, that's exactly what I was getting at. Where do you go after the reveal? What's he going to do? Who's he going to feud with? All these different things. Like, you need to yeah, think. Yeah, like, that's, that's always been my thing. It's like, there's not really a spooky dooky person. Th- there's not, but I'm, I'm sure the same questions were asked when the, when the Undertaker was going to debut. Yeah, but... Okay, some people, like... Alright. So, when The Undertaker was being hella spooky dooky, everyone was being wacky silly characters, for the most part, right? That's true, yep. Most of them, not all of them, but, you know, most of them. So, it wasn't so weird seeing, like, a spooky dooky man taking on a fucking sumo wrestler, or a clown, or some shit. Yeah, yeah, okay, I get ya. You know what I mean? And then, in the Attitude Area... Area? (laughs) Over in the Attitude Area, um... It was like, he had like Kane and he had like Mankind and shit. And then he had like more of a culty kind of, kind yep. of thing going on with the, with his, um, what are they called? The Ministry and shit? Yeah. Ministry of Darkness. And then after that, he just went biker and he's like fucking. He played himself. Yep. <laughs> yeah. And then after that, it was just like, he's just a force. Yeah. But I mean, the thing with Bray in. This is what I always liked about Bray when he's when he first came to the scene. Like he was with the White family, he was basically a cult leader, and I loved that whole gimmick of his because it could completely work. The only problem is back then you had a certain man called Vince McMahon who thought he knew everything about everything, and he didn't. Now mm-hmm. Triple H is more on the scene. I think Bray Wyatt has ideas for this character that could work. Yeah, 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 but he doesn't he, have a man's... Was, sorry? He was pissed with his Fiend one, right? Like, I oh, know a little bit about him. Yeah, because he had all this, like, story about the Fiend and what the Fiend is, and then Vince was just like, nah, it's, it's my way or the highway. Now we've got Triple H, who's very more open with these things. It's not about him, it's about us, you know? About the whole team. You know, yeah, he wants everyone. WWE. Yeah, he wants everyone to thrive, and and we've seen that most recently. We've seen that with NXT Black and Gold. Now we're seeing it with the main roster. So I think and I hope that Bray and Triple H and everyone involved with this process know what they're doing with this whole outcome. And and I'm just I'm on I'm on for the ride, man. I'm excited. I'm. Hey man, I'm. I'll I'll keep in. Uh... I'll kind of keep up enough. They got enough pay per views for me, so. Well, the whole thing is there's a, there's a lot of rumors that this whole reveal is going to happen at Extreme Rules. Nothing's yeah. been said yet. I mean, maybe we could watch Extreme Rules and there might just be another clue. But mm. there's a lot of people saying that this is going to be revealed at Extreme Rules. Now, if it was me, but the problem is Extreme Rules is just another pay per view where. The next two pay-per-views, you've got um, a Saudi Arabian pay-per-view, which is a much bigger, it's it's a much bigger viewed pay-per-view. And then after that, you've got Survivor Series, one of the big five. So what would I do? Would I reveal it at Extreme Rules? Because if you reveal it now, now might be the good time, you know, strike when the iron is hot. But if you reveal it at Survivor Series, 
much bigger audience, but at the same time, it might be dragged out way too long that people just get over the whole idea of it. I mean, yeah, like... He, he's been rumoured to return since he fucking left. Yes. Like, the fact that he got fired was a big, like, what the fuck is happening? It was... It was I honestly... I honestly thought they were going to sell the fucking thing. A lot of people did. Like, I really thought they were gearing up for a sale because it was like, oh, he's just getting rid of all these expensive cunts. Yeah. Yeah. Like, and he's keeping like a handful and he's just getting rid of all these dudes where he's like, eh, too hard basket, you know? Yep. Yeah. Interesting people. But, um, so everyone's like, he needs to go somewhere. He's too good not to be. At least in AEW, you know, or somewhere. Yeah, I, I see. I, I'm glad he didn't go to AEW because they probably wouldn't use him. Me too. Um, but like, so now I, I think that he won't he won't gear up people like for too long. I think now you could have him fucking in Extreme Rules, and then you could have him do stuff, and then have him main event fucking. Dude, what if Bray gets the fuck if he beats Roman? See, this is the thing. I don't want him to just automatically go into the title. <coughs> Do okay. something cool. Like, okay. The annoying thing is, like, my ultimate uh, rivalry thing would be, like, okay, have Bray come back, but at the same time, bring with him a faction of people who were released and who just want to take down WWE because they have the shits. With them oh, being released. that'd be so good. That'd Braun's, be such a good storyline. Yeah, Braun Strowman, Karrion Cross, like all these people who have already come back and now kind of doing things, it, it wouldn't really make sense. But if they revealed it in the uh, like before that and had all of them kind of return up, not at the same time, but week after week after week, you know, Bray Wyatt's got this faction now that's going to take down WWE from the inside. Or like the, the, the Burned or something, because that works with The Fiend, and then, like, you know, they got <laughs> yeah. burned by WWE or some shit. Exactly, exactly. And then you could have basically an NWO-type invasion over WCW, yeah. you know? That's what I would have liked, but I think it's a little too late now, unless uh, maybe they've got something in store. Maybe they do have that, and they're going to call up different people. Who knows? Maybe. So it's all really, it's all really interesting. And I'm, I'm just really excited to see Extreme Rules and see if it comes real, you know? Yeah. So Extreme. <laughs> so let's break down the match, uh, the, the card. Um, and I'm, there's so far six matches, which I think is going to be it. That's a nice tight pay-per-view, man. The last pay-per-view we watched had six matches and it just worked. You know, Clash of the Castle had six matches and it just worked. You know, everyone was given their time. Everyone had a decent time to show off. And Mm -hmm. I I, I don't like oversaturation, which is... Sorry to bring up AEW again, but they do that at their pay-per-views. 12 matches is way too much. I'm see. I'm not just looking at the card. I'm straight up not that interested in most of the matches because you don't know the story. That's the thing. Okay, that's that. That's fair. But uh, just like, just looking at it, I'm like fucking Morgan Rousey, seen it. Mm. Bianca and Bailey. That's a new one. So yeah, interested. Kind of. Actually, no, <laughs> seen it. Seen it because there was that tag match. Yeah, I mean that was a tag match. Okay, this okay, is for the time. Still. Oh, and it oh, and it's a ladder cool. match. Rollins and Riddle again. Last pay per view. Once again, the storyline has gotten bigger, and this is and more good. heated now. Okay, that's cool. Yep. Uh, Edge and Finn. We'll get to that when we get to it. <laughs> this. Okay, the strap match I'm actually interested in because I haven't really seen Cross do much, so that'd be okay. cool. All right, well, let, let's let's start off with the top of the list. In the top of the list, I've got Seth Rollins versus Matt Riddle sure. in a uh, fight pit match. I don't know what that means. Neither did I. So I searched it up. And what is a fight pit match? 
Apparently a fight pit match, and they've had these in NXT before. Basically, it's a steel cage match, except the top of the cage is kind of closed in a little bit, right? So there's like a little platform up there where people can stand up and punch, but not like a hell in a cell. Does that make okay. sense? And there is no winner from escaping the cage. It's knockout or submission only. Oh, okay. So it's like legit, you're encouraged to go up there and fucking drop fucking on some cunt. Pretty much. It's basically UFC in wrestling form. You know? Okay. So in this match, you've got Daniel... Okay. There's like an NXT one. I'm looking at it. Yes. Yeah. There you go. Um, Which I think it was Matt Riddle versus Timothy Thatcher. Yep. In that one. Um, In this match here, we've got a special guest referee, none other than Daniel Cormier. Not Daniel Cormier. I'm guessing you have no idea who he is. Nah. No? Okay. He is a UFC Hall of Famer. Uh, one of the best UFC fighters. Uh, former light heavyweight champion. Multiple times. He's a UFC guy. He's very good. <clears throat> He's very okay. dangerous, basically. It's kind of like how they um, brought in Mike Tyson for the Stone Cold Shawn Michaels match from WrestleMania. Okay, so it's a big deal. Yeah, it is, it is. Um, I'm not a UFC guy, but I do know Daniel Cormier. Um, I do know of him. Anyway, so... Yeah. This is a cool match. This is, um, yeah. This is, I'm pretty excited for this match. This rivalry has gotten heated up. Um, but at the same time, I kind of want this to be the finale. I would want to see Seth doing something more. You know, maybe put him in the title picture... Um, although report, double, double re- champion reports of who Roman's versing next are fucking shocking, so we'll see. Who is it? Bad Bunny. Oh, these are just reports. Nothing's on concrete, but I mean, he is scheduled to verse Logan Paul. Bad Bunny is, or no Roman Reigns for the title. Oh, that yeah, like it, yeah. at uh, Clash. what you call it, yeah. Yeah, which, yeah, okay. Logan Paul automatically gets a title shot after having two matches. Fucking awesome. We'll talk about that when that pay-per-view happens. But Seth versus Riddle, man, I'm pretty keen for this match. I think it will be a great match. Both these competitors know what they're doing. They know how to move. I think they know that this match is probably going to be one of their biggest. Who, Who you got to win? Mm. Who won the last one? Seth won the last one. Seth? I'm going to go Riddle then. I was thinking Riddle. Alright, I am also taking Riddle. I think this match is set up for Riddle to win and probably yeah. end the feud. Um, does Daniel Cormier get involved in any way? And it has to be physically. Physically, like during the match or like after the match? Any time at all. Yes. Yes. Okay. No dramas. Does anyone um, jump? Yeah. Is is RK Bro still a thing? Uh, Randy Orton's been gone since May, so no. Okay. Okay. Yep. Um. Does anyone jump from the cage? Yeah. I also say yes. I think it's basically a given. So the whole point, right? <laughs> yeah. I mean, okay. Here's here's the 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 in depth question though. When I say jump from the cage, the person has to be on the ground and they jump. It can't be they do a move off the cage. Wait, hold on. What do you mean? So, the person up the top has to jump willingly. Yeah, but aren't aren't they jumping willingly to do a move? Like, if they do an elbow drop off the top or whatever, does that count? Yeah, that counts. All right, don't worry. If, if someone, if, if people jump from the top, that's what I mean. Whatever. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> All right. If so, there's a body on the top and then it ends up down the bottom, that counts, right? Okay. Yes. Yes. Okay. Don't mind me. Don't mind me. Okay. I'm trying to make okay. it, I'm, I was trying to make it harder, but it's all good. Um, all right. Next, well, we're so far, we're tied. So next match I've got Ronda versus, it, it, yes. It'll, it'll differentiate, I'm sure. Maybe. Ronda versus Liv Morgan for the SmackDown Women's Championship. Um, this rivalry has gotten a little bit better than though we last saw them. Uh, Liv is more coming to her own right now. She looks like more of a threat 
in this, but at the same time, Ronda and Shayna have been seen talking backstage. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. Shayna has been seen for a couple of weeks, but there was a point where Ronda basically smacked Shayna back into her old self, saying, you and me could run this. So that's basically okay. the the story now. So the story is that Ronda and Liv are going neck to neck. This match is an extreme rules match. So okay. it's going to get extreme. But who do you have taking this, Ronda or Liv? Oh, my heart wants to say Liv, but I, I don't know, man. Like, um, are they still mad at Liv? Are they still giving her shit? No, she's kind of over again. She's over again? Yep. Maybe they'll let Liv keep it another... So you're taking Liv? Yeah, yeah, I'm taking Liv. Okay, I'm writing down Liv. You can't change it now. Okay, because she was getting smacked around a little bit the other day too, wasn't she? Mm, Yes. So... Yes. Um, I'm taking Ronda on this. Okay. I think Ronda is going to win the title and... Start, start planting seeds for her WrestleMania match with Becky Lynch, slowly but surely. That's what I think. That'd be cool. Um, who uses the weapon first? So who picks up a weapon first? Liv, I think. I've also got Liv. Uh, I think that's exactly what she'll go for first because she knows she can't take on Ronda one on one. Yep. Does Shayna get involved in any way, shape, or form? I mean, you've said that they seemed like they were teasing it, so yes. We haven't seen her for like the past few weeks, so so I could I very well yes. be wrong. All right, I also say yes. So there we are. We are we're different with one so far. <laughs> all you need. It's all you need. Yeah. Uh, next match, we've got Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap match. Hey man, honestly, if I pick every single one the same as you, you retain. That's true. So I'm kind of hoping you pick the I don't same know. I don't know why you're. I don't know why you're discouraging me from doing it. <laughs> I think it makes it more interesting for me. That way and I can for the say, listeners. yeah. That way I can say I beat you, you motherfucker. Oh man, I was never that aggressive with my winning, but <laughs> yeah, sure. Um. All right, Drew McIntyre versus Karrion Cross in a strap-on match. Um, this rivalry, I haven't What's really focused. Match? Okay, so basically there's a strap, right? And at both ends, uh, the people are basically locked into the strap. Okay. Right, so if someone tries to get away, the other person can pull them back. So like the dog collar match, but less cool. Yeah, yeah, exactly. But it's a strap. It's like a a leather strap. Okay. So it would still hurt, yeah. Is it cool? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, I've got Cross winning this. That'd be cool. I mean, Drew doesn't need it. I mean, he lost his last match, his last pay-per-view match with Roman. He was always going to lose that. But the thing is, this is Cross's kind of real first match back. So, yeah, I mean... Yeah, but I, I, th- I think Drew's enough of a force for mm-hmm. Cross to beat to put Cross more over, and I feel like they want to put Cross over. So you're taking Cross? Yeah. Okay. (laughs) All right. Does Scarlet get involved at any point? So Scarlet is Karen Cross's wife. Yeah, she just hangs out with a big old badoobly-loobly's. Yes, that's right. So does she get involved in any other way? Uh, Like... Yeah, I mean, she should, right? He's the bad guy, right? Yes, he is. Seems like a healy thing to do. It is. It is. Um, does any other weapons besides the strap get involved? Katana. No, not a katana. Um, the, the sword. <laughs> no, like katana is like the Japanese one. Um, I don't know, like maybe like a gladiatorial weapon or something like that. Any other weapon besides the strap? <laughs> he was the one that uh, that was cross, right? Where they made him come out like a fucking gladiator. Yeah, don't ever say that again. <laughs> we do not speak about that. <laughs> uh, I knew you were getting that. I was trying to keep it hush hush. 
Okay, so you're saying um, no other weapons? All right. Nah. Oh, okay, I do like the gladiators. <sighs> All right, Wakan Phoenix. Um, next match, we've got Fucking. Bianca Belair versing, versing <laughs> Bailey in a ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. This rivalry is basically still going. Damage control, or as I heard another podcast today from England call it Damage Kataral. <laughs> <laughs> Who calls it that? <laughs> what Culture Wrestling Podcast. Oh, okay. Yeah. I think, I don't know where they're from, from Europe, but they're somewhere in Europe and they call it okay. Damage Kataral. Made me laugh. <laughs> I don't know if they were actually joking, but they didn't laugh when they said it and they said it multiple times. So, okay. yeah. Um, yeah, Bianca Belair versus Bailey in a ladder match for the Raw Women's Championship. Who do you have winning? I feel like I'm wrong as I'm saying it, but Bailey. This one's really hard because I can see it going either way. I'm going to take Bianca. I think Bianca's over, so I can't see them wanting to take it away from her. I feel like she hasn't had a good enough, like a long, not a good enough, but a long enough run yet. Um, but I also feel like Bailey's come back with the force, you know, like I feel like she's doing good things and they want to get it going with this Healy faction. Exactly. So yeah, either way, but I'm taking a swing with Bailey and we'll see how we go. Yeah, this one this one can either go can either go different ways. I have Bianca because I don't think that both women championships are going to change. So okay, that's fair. And I think Ronda's going to win over Bianca. So uh, next question is: Who uses the ladder as a weapon first? I'm gonna say Bailey. I also got Bales. Alright. Um, yeah, there's really nothing much else in that match. I think the match itself will be really cool because it's a ladder match. And I'm glad she's back. I, I, I um, hadn't really seen a lot of Bailey yet, but she just good. Just good wrestles. And I, and I kind of want her to win because I want damage. I want damage Kataral to Kataral. be up there, you know? You know? Yeah. So, I mean, EOS Guy and Dakota Kai both have the, ta- the women's tag titles, so it just makes oh, yeah? sense. It makes sense, so... Nice. Give him all the strength. Yeah, exactly. Um, Give right. it to him for like four years. <laughs> Edge versus Finn Balor in an I Quit match. Now, this one is another hard one. Um, this rivalry is still going. The Judgment Day is still very heavily featured on Raw, uh, even though I don't see them as a threat anymore because every time they wrestle, they seem to lose in big yeah. matches. I was going to say, I don't... I've only been watching wrestling again very passively for a short amount of time, but every time I see Finn Balor, Finn Balor does not win. And that's why I have Finn Balor winning in this match. And I'll the, get to yeah, I'll, I'll get I'll get to why in a second, but who do you got between Edge and Finn Balor? Who says I quit? I think Finn says I quit. So you you got Edge winning. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Beth Phoenix, Edge's wife, does she get involved in any way? Nah. No? Nah. Okay. Here's what I think. I think that this match can go either way, and I I think that Edge is going to end up saying I quit. And I don't think it's going to be from him being in pain. I think he's going to be forced to say I quit. Either Beth comes out and Rhea Ripley attacks her and basically forces Edge to say I quit, or she does something to his wife. Or we have Rey Mysterio come out and the same kind of scenario where Edge is forced to say, I quit, otherwise his friend's going to get hurt. That's oh, where... Oh, okay. That's what I'm thinking, so... And they use their heelish, heelishness. Yeah. Okay. And, I that's mean, cool. if... It doesn't make sense if Judgment Day go down again because they're, they're, they're bu- they seem to be building them up on Raw, but if they keep losing... They're just not going to be taken seriously. Well, yeah, that's why I'm not taking them seriously. Yeah, exactly. Um, All right. That's their fault. (laughs) Last match here, we've got Imperium versus 
the Brawling Brutes. So Seamus's group versus um, Gunter's group. All right. It's a, it's a Donnybrook match. I don't know what a Donnybrook match is. Chops McGee. Yeah, I don't know what a Donnybrook match is. I think it's Some like Irish. I think it's like a pub brawl. I don't actually know. <laughs> I think it will be a fun match though. Um I'm giving this to the Brawling Brutes. I'm gonna go Imperium. Really? I like Gunter. Okay. Alright, so we've got a few different. There we go. Um few bonus questions here. Yes. Does the white rabbit reveal itself? Yes. This one's hard. This one is hard because when I say reveal, it means that you know who the white rabbit is. Yes. This one's really tough, man. I don't know because I can see them drawing this out longer, but at the same time, I can see them revealing it. It's a good time. I'll say yes, because I'm okay. hoping they do. Does Bray Wyatt get mentioned, or is he the White Rabbit, or anything? Yes. Is Bray Wyatt involved in some way, shape, or form? Yes. I also say yes. Any other surprises? Besides Bray Wyatt, is there any other surprises? Mmm... No. Yeah, I always say no. If it, if it is Bray Wyatt, I don't think anyone else is going to show up. I don't want to water that down. No, no. And it has to be someone that hasn't seen, been seen for a while. So, um, yeah. And what's the main event? I don't know. So we got Seth versus Riddle, Ronda versus Liv, Drew versus Cross, Bianca versus Bailey, Edge versus Finn, or Donnybrook why, match. Why not we'll go Liv? And wonder why not? You think? Okay. Um, I've got I've got two matches that I'm tossing up between. I, I think it's either Seth versus Riddle or Bianca versus Bailey, because I can see if the White Rabbit and Bray Wyatt are going to be revealed. I think it's going to be something to do with either Alexa, who is somewhat involved in the Bianca Bailey yeah. match, or Seth versus Riddle. Okay. I think I'll go Seth versus Riddle as the main event here. Oh, because, like, uh, Seth and The Fiend have history, like, where Seth beats him with a couple of moves and whatever. Right? Yeah, but at the same time, so does Alexa. So it's a bit... It's a bit tough, man. <laughs> but where's Alexa? Well, Alexa's coming out with Bianca. Oh, that's right. They've got their little... Yeah, they've got their little, their, their little group, so... It's a friend faction of friends. Yeah, exactly. Got it. Exactly. So, I don't know, man. I, I'm keen for it. I, uh, I'm i looking forward to it. I think it will be a great pay-per-view. Um, oh, maybe fucking Seth wins. And and they fucking trot out the Fiend to beat him. Mate. See, I don't know. It's, it's really... This is what makes it interesting, man, because it's like... No way, it's not predictable. No one knows what's going to happen. That's what makes this fun. Yeah, it's like when there was a big reveal every fucking AEW show. <laughs> exactly. Exactly, and then... Yeah. We haven't seen that since, like, two weeks ago with Soraya. Yeah. <laughs> she got yeah. them boobies. Oh. Anyway, I think that's it, man. I think this is an episode. It's cool. Are you keen for Extreme Rules? Keen enough. <laughs> <laughs> you you're really selling it, man. <laughs> <laughs> hey, man, I'm I'm you know I'll watch him. <laughs> well, I'm really excited for it. So, with that being said, guys, get your predictions in. I will post it on the Wrestling for Dummies group page on Facebook. But you know what to do. Those people that usually give me their predictions, they you know where you post it. So give me in. Is Go- is Rob gonna make a fucking comeback? Oh, mate, man, who knows. Maybe poor motherfucking Lindsay might uh, might come in with a with a cash in. Or maybe you got like a bloodline thing going on. Maybe maybe we'll have the Friday Nightmares duo belted out. Oh shit! Yeah. So anything could happen 
in the What's Wrestling for Dummies camp. Hells yeah. So get your predictions in and we'll see you next week after Extreme Rules has been done. And uh, <laughs> EC Dub! EC Dub! <laughs> and uh, here's Jefferson Aeroplane with White Rabbit. Ding, 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 ding. <laughs> small